0: You're listening to the Industry Alchemist Podcast. The definition of alchemy is a seemingly magical process of transformation or creation. This podcast exists to hear the stories of entrepreneurs, business owners, and leaders doing just that in their industry. We hear about the journey of the brave souls carving a new path, moving their industry and our lives forward in a seemingly magical way. This episode is brought to you by officechief.com. OfficeChief exists to make moving your office easily and painless. Moving an office can be a big hassle. On top of running your company, you're thrown into having to figure out what to do. Hire space planners, furniture companies, movers, IT consultants, the list goes on. It only takes two minutes to create a profile and Office Chief gives you a step-by-step action plan and connects you with the top vendors in your market. Moving your office? Log on to officechief.com and make it easy. I'm your host, Matt Brower, co-founder and managing broker of Column Commercial Partners, helping companies save money on their real estate. I'm also founder and CEO of OfficeChief.com, an online resource for businesses moving their office or updating their space.
1: Hey guys, Matt here. Welcome back to the Industry Alchemist podcast. Our guest today, I'm going to read um, uh, a little bit about him and uh, introduce him. Um, Amidst the shadows of life defining challenges, life defining challenges, Mike Valentine activates a rare ability to bring to light the transformative power of purpose and produce real results. With the combination of a strong backbone, kind heart, and direct approach, Mike has been professionally coaching people from all walks of life for over 30 years. And we're going to go deeper into this term, purpose, because I know that's a big, big deal for and what you help people uh, identify for themselves. Welcome to the show, and thanks for being here, Mike Valentine.
2: Well, thank you. I'm happy to be here, Matt.
1: So you and I were introduced uh, by a mutual, very good friend of both of ours, Hilani Ellis. Thank you, Hilani. I know you're probably going to listen to this episode.
2: Mm-hmm. A real rock star, Hilani Ellis.
1: She is, yeah. Exceptional <laughs> admins is her company, and... Um, She's got, uh, you're just on fire. She's doing well during this, this time. So, um, yeah, so I wanted to dive in by really just having you explain a little bit more about what makes your time with your clients um, distinct, um, you know, living a life on purpose or finding that purpose. How do you talk more about the structure of that conversation, how you help people do that?
2: Yeah, the uh, in order to work with me, people go through a series of questions, I call it our contract, but uh, the top question is, do you want to live on purpose now? And if someone says, I don't know, or maybe, or I'm not sure, they're probably not the person for me to work with. Um, and the second question is, are you willing to see and admit everything that's in the way? So it becomes a fear hunting expedition. What's in the way of your purpose is living in fear. And... Uh, the discovery of your gift, purpose, and vision starts with timelining your life in five-year increments and looking at the memories you have when you were disadvantaged, victimized, or in some way compromised. We were once little people. Yeah. And so what decisions did we make about life, ourselves, the other people involved in those events, and uh, our abilities? So that's five things, and, I, and I, the other people I break into two. But those five things make up the root thought system of the ego.
1: Mm, okay.
2: And so, in the beginning, it's a fear hunting expedition. Uh, you know, I, I say that we're we're going to go to hell, and when we think that it can't get any worse on the slimy floors of hell, we're going to drop the trapdoors and go to the basement. <laughs> Uh, one of the things that I want to accomplish with people is to erase the doubt if they've turned over every stone or not. Mm. We, there's so much good work out there and uh, you know, different methods to go at things and people move from one method to another. But I think it leaves a tinge of doubt in the back of the mind. Have I seen everything? Yeah. Have I uncovered all of my patterns, all of my blind spots? And so that's a day about erasing that doubt to say, you know, uh, diagrammed in a series of beliefs, Associated behaviors and uh, results map out the fear based thought sy- system of the ego. And right there is where you can see the transpersonal gift, purpose, and vision. Okay. It lays like a shining treasure.
1: Wow, okay. So you said, uh, you know, the initial question are you ready to live life on purpose? I would imagine if you ask most people, the answer is always yes and most people probably think they are living a life on purpose can you describe how that's actually maybe not the case and maybe in in some uh some ways of discovering that there's some room for improvement or room for a shift in that way how what would people look for in themselves
2: well to start with uh almost no one's directly said no i don't want to live on purpose that's not the kind of question you say no
1: to. Right, exactly. So
2: there is some discerning <laughs> that level of honesty behind their answer. Yeah. Uh, will you, are you willing to see and admit everything that's in the way? And the third one is do you want my help? Um, there's tons of confusion between goals and purpose. Mm. I've met people who've won gold medals, built $200 million businesses, put $400 million in the bank, and the most miserable people on the planet. Right. And one of them was arrogant enough to say, I've achieved my purposes, I don't think you can help me. And I said, well, just give me your list. And he did, and he, had, he was an incredibly accomplished guy. Yeah. And I said, you don't know the difference between a goal and a purpose. Hmm. And you don't have any idea what your purpose is. And at that point, he said, well, maybe you can help me. So I worked with him for a while.
1: Do you believe everyone has a specific purpose? I do. Okay.
2: I do. I believe in providence, okay. And I believe that uh, that it's inside us. Um, it, you know, as corny as it might sound, the old Credence Clearwater Revival song, "As Long as I Can See the Light." Yeah. You know, put a candle in the window. Oh yeah. And uh, uh, God, great song. It's a great.
1: The first five lines. <laughs> I was of that, on song, that on classic the, rock, so.
2: <laughs> Yeah, the first five lines of that song are the short journey of enlightenment. I'll run through them. Uh, the first line is, uh, "Put a candle in the window." Yeah. Because I feel I got to move. And I'm going, going, but I'll be coming home soon oh, man. as long as I can see the light. So it really describes the proverbial journey, trying to leave from the light, the candle hanging, wander around. I know I'm going to drift a while. And so I do think that that light is in each and every one of us. Everyone here is not interested.
1: Mm-hmm. So
2: there's, there's, there's no saying, you know, oh, there's good in them, and we'll dig it out. And no, it's a free will project. If they're interested, it's there in my experience, Um, and maybe the ones who aren't interested. It isn't actually there, but I don't work with them anyway.
1: So you mentioned we were all little people at once. Yes. Is that when we put the candle in the window, and then we go off, and we live our lives, and then eventually through your work, you find your way back to that candle?
2: Coming home soon. Coming home to your true and creative self we've heard so many different terms matt right the higher self the creative self the essential self the best self um but yeah back to that true nature and capacity to create in any condition
1: yeah okay and the distinction that i'm hearing is that uh, yeah you can achieve the world you can achieve so much in your life but are you living a fulfilled life that lights you up and you're happy that's what The purpose is for that's what you get out of that okay
2: yeah in my model again the three components give your gift live your purpose build the vision you have of a better self and world your gift is the fuel fill your tank yeah with with the best of yourself your purpose is the thrust or what propels you and the vision is the compass or the north star
1: yeah so what does the journey look like can i just pay you some money and you push a button and it's there (laughs) Uh, we'll have to spend some time <laughs> together, and we'll have a few conversations. Dang yes. it's going to be hard work. And, 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 and there, there
2: is some, I call it an art, a science, and a sport, and uh, the sport's fear hunting. Yeah. But um, uh, no, we start with, uh, I'll use the private work. There's other ways to do it, but uh, we start with a, a, a day of discovery uh, where we map out the fear-based thought system of the ego, and then... Um, at that point, we aim to put on half a piece of paper 90% of what holds you back, and then you can see the creative self, and we also map that. Mm. So at the end of a day's work with me, you leave knowing, uh, forgive the French, but uh, that you know shit from Chinola finally. Uh, yeah. The yeah. F- fear-based thought system, the ego, don't, don't do that anymore. And then you have your gift, purpose, and vision learn how to do that. So...
1: That's really cool, uh, but uh, and that's a binary part, system. Right, so that discovery phase is, is one of the sessions, or does that take a while?
2: It's an all-day deal, yeah, and, and, okay. I, and I, there's a quality guarantee. We will get there as long as you keep meeting with me, yep. or one yep. of us is going to die.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one, one gonna yeah. yeah, one of the others is going to happen. Yeah, one of the
2: others is going to happen. I'm not quitting.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Yep. And have you you've been doing this 30 years?
2: Some version, okay. Uh, you know the, uh, the the exact form that I'm working in now was uh, birthed in the trials and fires of 2009 for yep. me. Yeah. Uh, but I, had, you can you could see it in the previous iterations. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I uh, would guess that, you know, some rendition of what you're doing is your purpose. Can you just can you kind of? Describe well, if I had to say,
2: is? I'll go through a couple of uh, iterations for you. Uh, um, the first time I put my purpose to language uh, was a little over, um, probably, probably close, coming on 25 years ago now, to mm. really dial it in. And it was as simple, I used uh, the Built to Last. I read the book Built to Last and oh, we yeah. saw what the companies had done, and I did that for me. And uh, wow. and but, but my purpose was to live constructively and help others do that too. Hmm. That simple, and that was enough to carry me several years. I've been through thousands of iterations. Yeah different flowery language, and now I would say to stand in love. Wow. But I still said the same thing. Right. In my, in my, in my heart, it's the spirit of it hasn't changed. Right. Uh, but to stand in love, so to, to give the gift of consciousness, light, and presence, to stand in love, and to create a world on
1: purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, beautiful. I love that. Um, what, what sparked this, this passion for you? Like, What were you doing before? Looks like you had some previous jobs. I was on your LinkedIn uh, a couple of days ago. And yep. um, how did you get into this?
2: The, um, it, 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 it seems more like it found me than I found it. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't ever really know when it wasn't there. Uh, when I was seven years old, my parents went to uh, Cancun. And uh, came back telling stories about the starving children. Well, I'd never seen any starving children. Mm. And uh, the one that they were talking about was my age. I had two bicycles, and I went out to repair the second one to um, to send it to the starving kid in Mexico that was begging. Because my mind said if he could if had a bicycle, he could get around to beg more. Yeah. (laughs) He'd have more money. Yeah. And my dad said, "You can't. You can't do that. Boy, you're crazy." And uh, he might as well have told me that I couldn't make a difference or I couldn't live with what was true to my heart. I developed stomach ulcers in second grade. And then in one of the episodes with the stomach ulcers, I rolled over after, you know, doubling over in the backyard. And I can say it in hindsight now, but it seemed like something's not right here. And it could be. That's the way it seemed then. Yeah. But now what I could say is the, the world lives in fear and it could live on purpose instead. And so from 7 years old it's been an inquiry in my mind, uh, something inside of me uh, more like a calling and a you know I I, c- I couldn't quit if I wanted to.
1: Yeah. Just, wow.
2: You know how how could Peyton Manning not be a quarterback? You know, I, I just couldn't imagine not
1: like not having me. some impact. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, so it's been inherent for me and then different iterations a guy named uh, Dan Millman wrote a book called Way of the Peaceful Warrior. And uh, I read Dan's book, which is a big turning point. And then I met Dan, and he's been a personal mentor for uh, about 26 years now. Wow. And uh, so I studied everything I could find. And and then uh, I did, uh, I was a union iron worker when I was 14 till about 28. And then I grew up in the construction industry. I jumped over to environmental contracting, uh, was the uh, uh, vice president of sales for a, a a general business, and then the CEO of a sports nutrition company.
1: Oh, wow. Okay.
2: And at that point, I'm like, I got to do what I got to do.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, you got to have some fitness in your background. You're still fit. So.
2: Yeah. I <laughs> also learned in Texas, if you run with the football, you don't have to do schoolwork.
1: Oh. <laughs> so I needed to run. <laughs> Which uh, position did you play? A uh, halfback. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. You got your, uh, got your hits in. Yeah, I did. <laughs> nice. And, and I feel them now. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. I'll bet. Yeah. yeah. And so I think it's also cool too. You So can you talk a little bit more, more about all the different um, uh, divisions or silos underneath living on purpose the company what you're working on and mm-hmm. you're kind of creating different ways to have an impact.
2: Yeah. My bread and butter has been private life purpose work for nearly 15 years. And uh it started with uh, the fitness game, using the power of purpose to transform your body and life, mm-hmm. and it evolved into well, if it works in fitness, it might work in sales, and it might work leading your company. You might live, lead and live your uh, live and lead your company on purpose, mm. and uh, so you know evolved, and that was really 2009 when uh, uh, when I when I came to a point where either. Person can give their gift, live their purpose and build the vision they have of a better self and world and it's going to turn out or I'm screwed Yeah, because that's all I had Yeah, and uh, so it you know, really baked out in the trials of, of life so, uh, so I started working with individuals because that was easy but now I have the, the life purpose game I have the fitness game still I'm working on what I call the, the uh, uh, love on purpose for couples for parents for dating um, and mm. those I'd expect the first quarter of next year to make them more broadly available, they're pretty rudimentary now in their okay. in their distribution. Yeah, but I've seen good success with them. Uh, so games on purpose, and then I have a thing I call the school on purpose, where I do the same work that I'm describing about an individual, but I yeah. do it in groups.
1: Oh wow! Yeah. So you're uh, you work one-on-one with individuals, and are they typically you know entrepreneurs, business owners, or is it anyone? Like, what's your?
2: Well, I work with anyone that says I want to live on purpose. Okay i'll see everything in the way and i'd like your help even yeah. if they don't have money yeah it, it, it that's not that's that's the contract yeah now because i need to or want to have toys and <laughs> pay the you know, bills pay the bills <laughs> and, and and have a you know some stuff to work out with in my place and stuff like that yeah. i need to make some money so it does migrate to entrepreneurs and leaders mm-hmm. i mean that's my bread and butter uh at any given point i can look at my my book of clients and uh about 40 percent of them are in real estate in some way
1: oh wow okay yeah
2: i don't know why that is but yeah. uh but I, I work with a lot of people who real, are uh, real
1: estate is uh, an entrepreneurial business to be yep. in so it makes sense yeah <laughs> yeah and th- this
2: gift purpose vision thing was really answered for me and wondering what is it about entrepreneurs who that th- th- they, nev- they never they when other people would quit, you know, they're out of money. They but the and then what I realized about myself and others is, underneath, they're they're using their business to give their gift mm. and live their purpose and build that vision. Yeah. And when you call that out, when they start to do intentionally, what they've always done intuitively, it adds, uh, you know, uh, incredible power.
1: Yeah. So. Would you um, Would you correlate? Uh, people generally know this concept of, like, the Simon Sinek thing. What's your why? Yeah. Would you, are those correlated? Purpose? Completely. And another why? Completely.
2: Why are, you, why, are you, why are you inhaling and exhaling on our planet? Right. What are you doing with the good air another productive human could be using? Right. But it is, why do you exist? It, yeah. it gets down to why are you going to wake up tomorrow?
1: Yeah. It's that deep-seated, yeah. what's running behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That causes you to get up and do what you do every day, yeah. which most people, frankly, uh, are not aware of it or even that it exists.
2: Yep, yeah. When uh, part of part of my process is to create a ten year future vision. Okay. And uh, I'm in. I'm closing out the tenth year. Oh wow. And uh, when Simon Sinek came out with the wine, I think it's three layers. I went mm-hmm. back to my vision and embedded it to make sure I had those components in there. Oh wow. Uh, so cool. yeah, it's the like same kissing cousins.
1: Yeah. That's for sure. Great. Yeah. yeah. I love it. It's so important. I, every year, at the, you know, at the end of every year, I sit down and you know, go through my own planning process, mm-hmm. get, re-present myself to my vision, what I'm working toward, and then I have this conversation, this structured conversation that I came across at some point in my past about how to get refocused on my why and what that is. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it's just a powerful to do
2: last year at the end of of 2019 i said at this table you and i are sitting at yeah and i laid out nine one-year visions wow and saw the hole for the 10th it was it was it was heartwarming yeah to look across the table at nine years that i'd chunk back I, I set a north star out there and i chunked them back every year and then you know for me i, I create a headline like if i were going to be you know uh Featured in 5280 Magazine, what would I want the headline for 2020 to be? And it was uh, Mike's lived in a way that honors his learning Hmm. of the previous nine years of his vision. Wow. And uh, so that's been the theme. And of course, there are measures, there are things I'm working on. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, and I wondered what I would do uh, when I ended the 10-year vision. Will I just post-date what I didn't accomplish? Yeah. Well, I write a whole new one, and uh, in my work with EOS this week, uh, I got clear about what the next ten are about.
1: Right. So, so in your journey of helping people uh, discover their purpose, uncover their purpose, have uh, have you come across any anything that anyone has said to you or uh, presented you, and you just kind of threw you for a like, whoa! I've never encountered that. How, how do I? Yeah, Deal with that and work with that. Yeah, I don't, uh,
2: I don't shy away from any issue under the sun. Mm-hmm. So I've worked now with 38 rape victims. I've worked wow. with two perpetrators. I've worked with convicted felons. Wow. Uh, so some of those things surprised me, mm-hmm. <laughs> for sure, uh, Matt. And um, uh, in the first three years of going through a, a very unorthodox process, every single time there would be a point in the day when I would say to myself, it ain't going to work mm. and I take a deep breath and with say,
1: an individual with this person yeah, okay. or my yep. pro- either
2: they're not ready or my process is going to work yeah. right okay. and every time I've gotten through it and, and it finally mm. dissolved but uh but you know uh um and, and every time I think to myself I've seen it all now that's a mistake because mm. something bizarre is coming yeah um the last time I thought that uh I would seen it all. Uh, uh, within two days, I got a call, and this lady, um, her sister had been um, 18 years ago, no, nearly 40 years ago, had been um, uh, murdered, chopped up, and thrown in a bio in Houston. Oh my gosh. And she was sure that the guy who molested her when she was younger was the guy who murdered mm. her sister, and she had never come forward. So, 40 years later, she ran into him. And uh, for, you know, my shingle says, learn how to live on purpose. And sometimes yeah. these are the issues I work with. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. So, she called me from Houston and we started talking. And uh, she flew in and uh, did, did, the, did the work and you know, figured out from her place of purpose how will she handle this now? Yeah. And uh, so <laughs> that's
1: incredible. And so, I'd never worked on a murder case. And then I'm like, oh, I've
2: seen everything. And
1: yeah. I hadn't. Right, and that was a new one. Yeah, that yeah. was a new one. <laughs> and it's probably until you know you work through some of these issues, that's in the way of finding it's in the way what your purpose is, right? When I say,
2: are you willing yeah. to see and admit what's in the way? A guilty conscience that I think I know who murdered my sister, and I haven't done what my heart's telling me to do. Mm-hmm. You know, and she had been down you know some pretty dark trails of drugs and trying to anesthetize it, yeah, with no success. Wow. But Man. She was ready, you know, ready to, 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 to look at it straight. You know, she had blamed herself. Yeah. And, uh, and you guys got through it. We, and th- she we got through it, you and you she got, did what she felt it.
1: was right for, you know, for her to, to share with the authorities. Amazing. And this stuff, my God, it's so important. Mm-hmm. It's so important. There's so much pain and suffering and anger and everything mm-hmm. in the world. And to live with all that shit out of the way. Right. purposeful and fulfilled. My God, it's just a completely different... I've, I've done a lot of... You and I have not had your, your conversation. Uh, There's very, a lot of good work out there, Matt. Yeah, well, sure. I'm, I'm intrigued, yeah. very intrigued by it. And I actually yeah. have a lot of uh, friends that have told me they've worked with you or still do. Uh-huh. Um, but I have done a lot of work, uh, you know, similar over the years. And uh, my God, it's just, you know, I feel like I'm in a place where I have discovered all those things about myself and I do live a fulfilled life and the things I get, I get to create are free of any of those, any of that bullshit, right? Right. And it's, it's amazing.
2: Well, in, her, <laughs> in her case it was, it, it, I mean, after all of that, right, go through the emotions, go through her guilt. You know, uh, I, I have seen, you talk about water into wine, I've seen shame turn to power. Mm-hmm. I've seen blame turn into forgiveness. And I've seen uh, guilt turn into uh, acceptance of their self. And once she got past that, it was really as simple as, if this is your purpose for living on the planet, what would you do now? And she did that. Wow. That's what she did. (laughs) It was a few weeks to get there for her. Right.
1: right? But when she
2: got there, she said, well, if this was my purpose, I would do that. And that's when do that. Call me when you're done. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be waiting to hear how it goes.
1: That's cool. Yeah. Have you had any, um, you know, you, you probably hear this question all the time. All of us do. Like, how are things going since COVID? Have you had any, like, this is so, impact, like, this is so impacting all of our communities, right. a lot of individuals uh, mentally and stuff like that. Yep. Have you had to deal with anything new since all of this? Uh, no, the, the,
2: oh. the fear-based thought system, the ego is the same. Yeah. Now it's got a new subject. I did have to take myself through it. Oh. I think top of the mind of America is racial tension, political tension, COVID-19, and the economy. Yeah. Did, did, did you guys think of that today? <laughs> right? I'm yeah. sure people, right? That's
1: <laughs> pretty t- much all we're talking about all the time. That's it, right?
2: <laughs> so, but for me, um, it, it happened, I, I sat here at this table, yeah. and on uh, March 12th, Thursday, March 12th, uh, for me, I, was, uh, I could hear a tsunami brewing out there in, the, in terms of COVID. Like, what is it? What does it mean? What, what impact will it have? Right? But I, know, I don't know how to stop tsunamis, so I didn't give it a lot of attention. But my first meeting that morning, sat down and cried for 45 minutes, and he said, I lost $7.2 million in stock market on Monday. Yeah, I said, Shew. He said, so now uh, tell me a wise one on purpose. What next? Mm. And I said, you know, if you uh uh, uh uh I stuttered a bit. Yeah. And I said, um, if the stock market completely crashes and COVID is the end of the world, do you want to live on purpose till it ends? Mm. <laughs> and he cried some more. Yeah. And then he said, Fuck you.
1: He really? Yeah. I do
2: want to live on purpose till it ends. And that's about all you ever say to me Yeah, is do I want to live on purpose anyway? Yeah, He said, I do. He said, I don't know why I pay you. I said, based on this week, I don't think you're going to keep paying me. That led me to the threshold of COVID for myself. And by mm. the end of the day, I asked myself, what am I going to use it for? And it's the same thing to, to help people discover and live their life purpose. I'm going to use COVID for that. I'm not going to use it to brood fear in my mind and heart. And then as it progressed, you know, we had, in my opinion, the the silencing of COVID for a while, right? We just got quiet. We went home. Yep. We hugged the people we loved, right?
1: We floated around for a month. We floated around.
2: It got quiet. Yeah. And uh, uh, before the George Floyd incident. And uh, in that quiet space, I did see some new stuff in, within myself that was buried, uh, you know, like I needed to get that quiet. And then I had to, for me... Develop a, rela- a way of relating to COVID-19 that, 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 is, that is solid and powerful. And it was as simple as, I was always ever only going to die once. And there was always millions of ways I could die. And now there's one more. Mm. And that freed me. And then I watched people go through the stages of plan B's not working, because everyone thought we'd have a first wave and then... yeah. We make some money and before the second wave, but they ran together. Yeah. And so plan C then for most people has been some form of self mastery, something that you can do no matter what happens with the economy, racial tension, political tension and COVID. Yeah. And so, yeah, I've watched it and and, and, I mean, I'm putting Mm. spiritual spin on it here, but uh, I do think from that context, it's having us dig way down Mm. and find, you know, that part inside of us that truly would live with, you know, with. With inspiration, or yeah, doing what contributes and makes a difference?
1: Yeah, exactly. It's I was talking to a friend uh, a few weeks ago, and we came to the real came to the realization like the the world is doing a reboot right now. That's right. All of so. us should follow suit. I think so. And if we're not at least looking at that, then what's there's something like in it. the way. Yeah, you know, ego yeah. probably.
2: Yeah, 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 it's <laughs> ego. No question. Yeah, no question. And, and and we have the opportunity to flatten the ego.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's the amazing. the flattening
2: of the ego is available now. Mm-hmm. And everything that we thought worked and all the, the nails we, we hang our hat on are rusty and bent. I, uh, with COVID, I, that it, it did take me back to, and I don't count myself personally as being very flexible, but uh, because I had practiced living on purpose when, when coronavirus came, that, that's just all I'm going to do. I'm just going to keep doing that, double down, triple down, quadruple down on purpose. I got nothing else.
1: Yeah. Flexible in. In what way?
2: Uh, I've been inflexible. Okay. I, I'm. I'm. Uh, gotcha. I'm uh, I, not that I'm much of a astrologist, but I do know I'm a Taurus.
1: Mm Okay.
2: And uh, some of the not so uh, endearing traits of Taurus, I have them for sure. Stuff. Gotcha. I'm so stubborn. I won't admit how stubborn I am.
1: <laughs> but you um, don't come across that way, but.
2: Oh, but I'll but, take your word for it. Yeah, but but, but get, get in the pen when we're trying to push something through we don't know how to do.
1: Okay.
2: Uh, n- n- so I've not been flexible, but I guess what I was trying to say is hang in, just keep hanging my, my hat on the nail of purpose
1: mm. through
2: COVID. And I think I've been able to, to pivot and, and process and metabolize in real time, maybe a day or two behind stuff, yeah. right? I mean, you know, but the president of the United States getting a deadly virus is kind of something new, Yeah. you know, that what, no matter where you stand in the issue that we, we haven't seen that one before. <laughs> yeah, that's right. True. Yeah. So how do you digest that? Yeah. You know, and, and how do you, you know, reckon, cause we're certainly thinking about it, but how do yeah, I, it's on the mind. and how do I live on purpose either way?
1: Yeah. So, uh, how do people, what's the best way for people to get in contact with you or learn more? If, uh, they, uh, if they want to.
2: Yeah. Okay. You can call me on my telephone. I'll say hello.
1: <laughs> yeah. What's that number?
2: Yeah. 303-842-6020. Okay. Or uh, mike at onpurposenow.com. Or you can go to my website, read a little bit of stuff, and uh, go through the contact page.
1: Okay. And we're going to um, put a link to that when we post Perfect. all this. But onpurposenow.com. Mm-hmm. And your email, mike at onpurposenow.com. Mm-hmm.
2: Perfect. Yeah. I like to work with a personal touch.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and before we wrap, I'd like to end these with uh, a few rapid fire questions, just personal. Uh, just All right, so let me, listeners let me can get let me to get know my spine
2: straight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, and they'll be pretty easy, maybe, I don't know. Um, but uh, you know, just for us to kind of garner some some wisdom from you and, and uh, learn more about you. are there any books that well, you've mentioned two already on mm-hmm. this show? Are there any books that, uh, outside of those two you've already mentioned, that have been very impactful in what you're up to? Maybe you're reading one right now that you're loving?
2: Mm-hmm. The, uh, the two I mentioned is Way of the Peaceful Warrior by Dan Millman, and I would extend that to say anything he's written.
1: Okay. That's cool. good
2: stuff. And uh, he's, a, he's a guy that uh, you know, walks the. Walks the talk. Nice. Um, and then EOS, our attraction by Gina Wickman. Okay. Um, another major, major influencer for me is um, Dr. David Hawkins. Wrote a book called Power versus Force. It's dense material, but this guy understands the journey. Yeah. And, uh, and it's worth going through the density of his material to to, to dig in and see what he's pointing to. Okay. Uh, cool. So Dr. David Hawkins, and um, the book that brought it all home for me was Of Course in Miracles.
1: What, say that again? A Course in Miracles. A Course in Miracles. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. I haven't heard of that one. I'll yep. have to check that out. Yep. Cool. Um, do you have a morning routine that you stick to?
2: I do. I book in the day,
1: and it's, it's written in checklists both ends.
2: Uh, I get up in the morning and turn on the water pot. <laughs> mm-hmm. I uh, use the restroom, stretch, make the bed, take a cold shower, and then I have a meditative process that I go through to get my mind on purpose. Four out of seven days, I don't wake up on purpose. Mm-hmm. I'm just like everybody else, I'm in the game. I've got, I've got a little practice and I knew the tools to get to purpose, mm-hmm. but I still got to get there.
1: Yeah. And so I, I call
2: it going through the surf to the deep blue.
1: Yeah, and you can tell when you're, you wake up and you're not there. Oh, yeah. That's not pretty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I could probably tell with my. With this my is not too. a pretty sight. Yeah. <laughs> How long do you meditate as part of that routine?
2: Uh, it's usually uh, it, it, it can take as much as an hour, hour and a half. I don't yeah. move until my mind's on purpose. I'll start canceling stuff.
1: Wow, there's no sense
2: in me entering a meeting from a place of fear. so wow. uh, so it's it's paramount to get there. But ordinarily, it's a less than twenty minute process. Nice, I've got wow. a, I've, I've got That's it down, in. I, I look at photos, um, and uh, and then I just run through a series of mind drills, and then uh, I have a thing called the butt reduction worksheet. Which yep. you can get off my website um, but I've got to stack up them if you can see my hand it's about 18 inches high yeah uh, several thousand just daily, ta- yeah. daily butt reductions oh my God I want to live on purpose but but yeah but I'm still tired but I got to bed too late but I don't want to do legs of today it's the bad workout day yeah but the bank account's not where I hoped it'd be yeah right
1: um, are there any uh, any heroes who are your heroes in life?
2: Um, it's interesting i um uh dan Millman, of course he he took me under his wing mm, and yeah. it's been a major major influence um and so i you know it, again admire him and have have been able to be pretty close uh and get you know direct uh, advice from him uh so dan uh dr David Hawkins who i mentioned uh and interestingly recently i've uh I've gotten really interested in people who are political leaders, and hmm. th- there seems to be a distinct difference in the ones who are leading from a place of purpose, mm-hmm. um, and they seem to rise above the in 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 the in the argument and debate, if yeah. you will. They seem to rise above it, but uh, yeah. So, uh, and uh, so um, Milman, Dr. Hawkins, uh, Byron Katie, who does the work, and uh, I had a. Uh, uh, six-month tutelage with an enlightened master. Her name is Saima. Saima. Saima.
1: You work directly with her? I
2: work directly with Saima. You're Ma. Kidding. Are you familiar? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, no, talk about getting my ass kicked. Oh, my
1: God. I got
2: my ass kicked for six months.
1: Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, talks, I've never met her, but, but I have heard a lot of stories. She told me stories. on a
2: telephone call. She said, uh, uh, I won't do a great Hindu uh, or Indian uh, accent, but she said, Mike Valentine, I have nine million devotees in India. You are the most arrogant man I've ever met.
1: Oh, my goodness.
2: Yeah, right? (laughs) (laughs) How
1: long ago was this?
2: 2013. Okay. And uh, uh, anyway, I asked her, I said, uh, where do you look from, Ma, that you see me as arrogant? She said, that's for you to find out, but you probably won't in this lifetime.
1: Oh, my goodness. She hung up.
2: Ten days later, I called her back, and I said, uh, Ma, I think I know where you're looking from that you see me so arrogant. She said, you are arrogant. I said, fair enough. (laughs) You you don't argue. And uh, she said, probably not, but uh, tell me what you think. I said, you look from holiness. And when I pretend I'm not good enough, it's arrogant. Oh, wow. And she she said, Mike, our time together will be short now. And
1: -hmm. hung up. Oh, my gosh. That's what she was trying to get you to see. Yeah. She told me it's your job to see. I'm not telling you. Yeah. You know, the old you know, guru, guru yeah. style.
2: Yeah. To slap you over the head with a stick style. So
1: I was told that about a year ago that she no longer does work herself. She's trained a lot of people to mm-hmm. do her work. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just going, man, mm-hmm. are you kidding me? Come on. I yeah. want some of her power. Yeah. But maybe I'll do some, some of her work through someone else. Yeah,
2: yeah. Many people have integrated the the learning from. It's it's an integral part. I mean, I don't do I don't do what Sama does, obviously. Mm -hmm. And and it's not my calling to be an enlightened master for sure. Yeah, I'm a life purpose guide. I'm master that, but um, she's got a whole different gig.
1: Yeah, (laughs) totally. Yeah, it's like apples and oranges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Um, Last question, and this is uh, maybe a little bit tougher one. What would you say your superpower is?
2: My superpower is the ability to stay present with anything.
1: Wow. Nice. I'm sure people in your life appreciate that.
2: I I, I still practice, but yeah, that's awesome. I can be present with anything.
1: Very cool. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much. This is a very fun conversation. Yeah. Purposeful, meaningful. (laughs) I hope so. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, uh, we'll definitely stay in touch. I'd love to learn more about your. Uh, and again, uh, your website onpurposenow.com. Yeah. Anyone who's listening wants more information. Get on there. It's actually a fun. Uh, it's a fun experience <laughs> the, on that. The website. journey into
2: the website yeah. gives, can, can be. I, I encourage times. everyone listening
1: <laughs> to get on there and check it out. Yeah, yeah. All right. Thank Thanks you. Thanks
2: for having me on, Matt. I appreciate it.
1: Absolutely. Mm-hmm.